Hello and welcome. It is a great day here on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant. On my last episode, I spoke all about inflation. I talked about all about what it was. I talked about how it's measured, what it really means to have really high rate of inflation. Now, here in the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, I'm really devoted to promoting financial literacy and helping people make better financial decisions. So, my philosophy is we can't really control all the things that go on around us, but we can control what we do internally. So this episode is all is going to be all about different things that we can do with our money in a in a high inflation state. I'm going to be talking about investing, uh, where to invest specifically, and just different sorts of tidbits of knowledge for how to really handle money when we have such a high rate of inflation. Because again, it's not about what's going on around you. It's about what's going on within you. So with this, I'm going to go ahead and play a quick ad from my sponsor. We're going to get right into the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you don't, just remember, here on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million. Welcome back to the show. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. On this episode, we're talking all about places to put your money during periods of high inflation. And it might seem like I'm talking about inflation a lot. I guess we're kind of having an inflation series right now. But the reason why I do so is because it's one of those things where it's a silent killer of wealth. The longer that inflation continues, especially at the rate that it is now, the harder it is to truly build wealth. Because what inflation does is over time, it continues to erode your wealth. That's why a million dollars today isn't what it used to be. And I believe that no matter what your financial ambitions are, what you want to be doing is outpacing inflation, which is something that's really easy to do when inflation's at 2% or even 3%. But when we start getting to a point where it's almost double digits, it's a lot harder to be able to have your money consistently working for you at a rate that's going to allow you to reach those financial goals. So in this episode, you know, I want to focus more on what we can do as individuals and less uh, and less about what's going on around us. So we're going to go ahead and get right into the show because I've given enough of a preface and we're going to really break it down, break down a really simple concept because this whole episode can be summarized into one word and that could and that word would be invest. The one way, the one thing that you should be doing in a period of high inflation is investing your money. And the reason that I say this is, you know, if you keep your money in a savings account, if you keep your money even in, you know, uh, even if it's a high yield savings account, if you keep it in cash, you know, that money over time is just dwindling. If it's at, if inflation's at 7%, which it's about, uh, which is what it's about right now, $1 is worth 93 cents. So by putting your money into different sorts of, uh, you know, financial vehicles that can get higher than that 7%, you're now able to continue growing your wealth. And this is even more important because, you know, the stock market doesn't, the stock market or any sort of investment is not always going to provide these uniform returns. So you want to be something that's averaging over 7% so that over time, you're still able to grow wealth and you're still able to reach those financial goals for you. Now, the four things that instantly come to mind when it comes to investing uh, during periods of high inflation are, you know, we have gold, oil, real estate and cryptocurrency. These things are not uh, these things are not explicitly attached to the stock market, which make them a pretty good place to put your money. And they're things that are always kind of like in demand. You know, a lot of people use gold as a hedge against inflation. Cryptocurrency is like its own thing. Real estate, people are always going to have places to live and oil just makes the world go round. 
Now, me not being an expert in any one of those four things, I'm going to be talking about the things that I do know about. We're going to be starting. We're going to be starting with the first place that I recommend putting your money when it comes to um, high inflation, and that is in consumer goods. Now, as the name implies, consumer goods are goods that are bought bought and used by consumers rather than by manufacturers for producing other goods. So, you know, this includes things like food, beverages, clothing, shoes, and gasoline. Now, in general, I usually recommend a more um, broad approach when it comes to your investing. But I think that when it comes to when, it, when we have periods of high inflation, if you can target it towards different sorts of sectors, you know, whether that be individual stocks or ETFs that kind of target these different things, you're able to put your money into things that are really going to be unaffected by the by the current economy. People are always going to need to eat. People always need to go drink. People are, you know, going to need gasoline. People are going to need to wear clothes. And these are things that we're kind of always looking that we're always spending our money on anyway. Right. Consumer goods are the things that, you know, me and you usually use. And a good thing about this is it has a two part um, as a two part benefit. One in that because these things are in such high demand, even during a period of high inflation, these uh, investing in, you know, whether it be individual companies or ETFs, these sectors actually still continue to do well and perform above average, even during high inflation. And then two, a lot of our economy, especially in the U.S., um, is predicated on consumer spending. So, you know, it's one of these things where people are putting their money into it at, by actually buying it. And then you're putting your money into it by investing in it will kind of actually work to reduce inflation and also give you pretty good returns. I'm going to include some ETFs inside the uh, inside the bio of the episode for you to go look at. This is by no means financial advice for me telling you to go invest in them, but it is a good way to start thinking about where to put your money. Now, another place that you can put your money is in real estate investment trusts. I did bring up real estate in the beginning, right? And I'm not, you know, I don't own any real estate, but I do own REITs. And REITs are, it's an acronym for Real Estate Investment Trust. Now, these are, this is a great way actually to get started investing in real estate, especially if you don't have that much money. And the way that it works is, you know, you're paying money into what is basically a mutual fund that manages different properties. And because real estate is still something like we're always going to need somewhere to live, because real estate is something that's always in demand, not only do they still perform well, but they're actually legally required to pay out 90% of their profits as a dividend. So you're actually getting money out of it. You know, Um, I can't tell you all the different rates. I will include some. I'm going to be including different examples for each one of them inside the bio. But the great thing about REITs is, you know, you're investing in real estate, something that's in high demand. You're getting money back so you can reinvest those dividends or you can use that money for something else. But the amount of money that you're getting back ideally would be enough so that you can outpace inflation, continue to put your money in other things. That way your money is not stagnant. The one the one idea that I want you to walk away from the show, if nothing else, is the fact that your money should never be stuck in one place, especially during periods of high inflation. You want it to flow because you know, stockpiling it, you know, stockpiling it, even though it might give you a big sense of security to look at a big number in your bank account and know that you have it. I definitely still advocate having, you know, a good emergency fund. Really and truly, you have to look at the bigger picture and understand that that money is not exactly what you think it is. It's not going to go as far as you think it will when you actually need that money. So REITs are a good way to have your money working for you in a cyclical way. You're getting your money back in the form of dividends. You can reinvest it. You can pick different things to go invest in. But it kind of keeps that flow and that cycle going. Now, if you don't, and and the the cool reason why I recommend it specifically is because it's attached to real estate, something that is still going to be in high demand, no matter how high inflation is. Now, another thing that you can do is invest in individual uh, dividend paying stocks 
and or ETFs. So these work the same way. You know, there's different companies that are known to increase their dividends or that have a really high dividend or a long history of never decreasing their dividend. Right. So you're putting your money in and you're getting your money back in the form of dividends, as well as the capital appreciation from the things you're investing in. And um, it's just it is a good way. It's actually a great way to have some passive income, you know, provided you can invest enough of it to kind of get to that point, build up that portfolio. Um, and then also, you know, um, you're getting this money back. And the reason why I keep on bringing this concept of getting money back is that you um, you can still you're investing in it and then you're getting money back. That would be at a higher rate than uh, than inflation. And also it is it does provide a good sense of security to know that um, you don't have to wait for a certain stock to kind of go up. As long as you're putting money into it, you're going to get that dividend back and that you can use that money then to be able to pay for things. You can use it to invest in other things. But um, REITs and dividend paying stocks, you're going to get good dividends. Get, you got more cash it's coming in it's flowing it's not staying in one place that's the one thing i want you to walk away from um knowing about that now for the very last thing we have tips and i know i got a lot of financial tips but i'm not talking about those i'm talking about treasury inflation protection securities now these are different securities provided by the government specifically for the purpose of outpacing inflation because periods of high inflation are going to come just like periods of uh you know recession within the stock market are going to come and the government knows this so these are securities that you can place your money in that will kind of match whatever the current rate of inflation is. So you can imagine that this isn't the best place to put it when inflation is really low, but in a period like right now, tips are a great place to put your money. And I'm gonna include the link because you can actually literally go buy these directly from the government. And it's a great way to kind of have um, some sort of security attached to your portfolio, even during periods of low inflation, because you know that you're gonna have that, that sort of hedge, right? It's not, it's very consistent. It's from the government, you can trust them. And I I just think it's a good financial vehicle to have if you guys don't remember one of the first episodes i did for this year i was talking about some of the best financial decisions i've ever made and one of them was researching different sorts of financial products right so many of us can get stuck in this mindset of thinking about you know we got our we got a regular checking account we got maybe our credit card um we got, I don't know if it's like a Robin Hood, something that we might trade on. And then we got like a brokerage account. And maybe if you're, and if you're really savvy, you know, your company's 401k or something, but there's so many different financial products out there. So many places to put your money in that when you really research and really just take some time, it can even be 30 minutes a week, just looking at kind of these different products that are offered. You can really kind of cater it to really be something specifically for your financial situation. To do that, though, you need to be very clear about whatever your financial goals are, which is definitely something I implore you to do. And the one other thing is that, you know, like I said, periods of high inflation are going to come. Periods of recession in the stock market are going to come. The one thing I want you to focus on, though, is what your financial goals are and not switching up just based on the season, but always being consistent in whatever it is you're doing. Have a plan. Work that plan. But that's all I got for you today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe if you have not already and tell all your friends. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And here, we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million.